Gator Tales with Sean Kelly is presented by UF Health. UF Health has locations throughout Florida, including Gainesville, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Leesburg, and the Villages, and we're growing. Compassionate care and world-class outcomes, that's our game plan. Visit ufhealth.org to learn more. Our podcast also presented by Pet Paradise. Hey, Gator fans, for pet fanatics like you, there's only one place who goes all out for your pet the way you do. Boarding, grooming, day camp, and veterinary services all in one convenient location. Pet Paradise and New Day Veterinary Care. Finally, complete pet health care is here for Gator Nation. Hi again, everybody, and welcome in to Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. I'm Sean Kelly, and greetings from my office here at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, the swamp, where we just got done with a wildly crazy and exciting and fun homecoming weekend and UF Athletics Hall of Fame induction weekend. Gators beat the Vanderbilt Commodores. We brought in a whole new class, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment. So our podcast here is number seven on our list so far this fall season, and we are so excited about our lineup today. Let me tell you, I couldn't have enjoyed my conversations this week any more than I did. And of course, it all starts with a Hall of Famer, right? It would be Hall of Fame weekend, so why not visit with Lauren Embry, arguably the greatest women's tennis player in Gators athletics history. Not only was she inducted into the Hall of Fame on Friday night, but she was the honorary Ms. Two-Bits for Saturday's football game. We'll catch up with Lauren, ask her all about the weekend and what she's doing now in the business world over in Austin, Texas. I'm so glad that she was able to visit with us after traveling all day on Monday, coming home from a wonderful homecoming weekend in Gainesville. Jaden Hill is a great story for Gators Athletics, specifically for football this season. Back now fully healthy at a new position. We talked to Jaden Hill about playing on the road, playing a new position after coming back from injury, and Halloween, why not? It's the month of October. And then, speaking of legends, few are bigger than Brandon Spikes. Brandon Spikes is now a student assistant coach in his return to Gainesville. We talk about that new role and, of course, a career that saw him play not only for Urban Meyer, but Bill Belichick, too, in the NFL. Swamp Kings, wait till you hear his answer about that. So great conversation, of course, across the entire podcast today. Kenna McGinnis, our student worker, is back with another installment of Kenna on Campus to help us bridge between the interviews as well. So let's get started. We've got a lot to cover, and we'll begin with, as he describes himself, the Swamp King, Brandon Spikes, on Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. Everybody knows Brandon Spikes is a Gators legend, an NFL legend, and when he's in the room, you know it. And boy, it's been great to have Brandon in the room every day back here on campus in Gainesville as, are you ready for this, Brandon? Does it sound weird when I say student assistant coach? Absolutely. It definitely does. Uh, thanks, Sean, for having me on. But um, it's it's taking some you know time to get used to guys, you know, calling me Coach Spikes. I, you know, a few guys called me that and I was just, just kept walking. I was like, oh, that's me. So, yeah, it's been good to be back home, man. Everybody welcomed me with open arms, so I'm happy, man. It's, it's great. It always have been good energy here in Gainesville, so it was the same way when I came back, you know, 
14 years later. Yeah. What What's more weird about the title, the the assistant coach part or the student part? I think the student part, <laughs> for sure. Most likely, you know, it, it's been a long time since I've been in school, but been uh, been in school, but it, it's not a bad thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to it. You know, it's, it's a day-to-day struggle, but I'm embracing it. Yeah. No, it's excellent. I'm glad that you're back and finishing up your academic side and everything else. I, I, I'm curious, after – you know, your career here, your career in the NFL, I'm assuming financially in great shape already in the business world. What and how did you come to the decision that I got to finish the school part? Well, I think for the most part, I look at my mom. She's she I'm pretty much she shaped me, you know, as a man, you know, everything I am. You know, I, I, I credit her with that, with my development. But she just was, you know, harping on me about coming back and finishing and getting that paper and setting an example for my beautiful daughter, Bella. And that's the most thing that got me going. But after I realized, you know, we we are the number one public university in the whole country. I, I mean, like that that's not too bad too. So, I think you know, I had, it was a lot of different variables that got me here. But I'm I'm happy and I'm embracing this whole new challenge. I'm glad you mentioned Bella, your beautiful daughter. She's going to be a teenager soon, Dad. And I raised a girl myself. I don't know though that I had the same presence when a young man came knocking on my daughter's. Uh, Dora's, you probably will. Have you given that some thought yet? Well, I have. I can't say I have, but I'm. I'm not looking forward to that day. But you know, she she gets it, and I, I told her, you know, you'll always be daddy's, you know, baby girl, and you know, until you you've raised one, and and I, I feel like girl dads rock. So I, I'm just happy to be one. And, you know, I embrace that father role every day. Also, so. it's a great club. It's a really great club. Let me get back to the assistant coach part of this equation. Help our fans understand what your role is here um, as a part of Billy Napier's program. Well, my role mostly has been being a vocal guy, you know, trying to, you know, preach those, pre- teach the kids what I've went through here to, you know, reach success. And as far as, you know, uh, being with the line, being back with the linebackers, I, I coach with uh, Coach Bateman pretty much. I'm in there with him for the majority of the time. But as a linebacker, I feel like it, it comes with a few different uh, – uh, qualities that you got to have and, and one of them is being a leader and, and standing out front and, and being vocal and, and taking ownership of the position and of the defense of your unit you know it, it comes with a lot so I think there's no better person you know than you know Swamp King himself to you know relate that message so it's been great the guys you know they really respond to me and they really love having me around and I, I love being around them I, I haven't been around ball or a locker room, so to speak, since I, you know, hung the cleats up. So it's just good to get back in, you know, the camaraderie's there, to get back in that space. And it feels like I hadn't been in this space mentally in a long time, and it's good to be back here. I feel like this is where I belong, around ball. All right. Well, is there a phrase that you catch yourself for, uh, saying now that your coaches prior had said to you? Yes, absolutely. And it's very simple. You know, Urban Meyer would always say to me twice, some do and some don't. So it, it just I, – I, I refer to that a lot because that really stuck with me when I was a player. You know, it's easy to make excuses when things get a little difficult, get a little hard, but it always comes back to some do and some don't. Urban Meyer, Bill Belichick. If I asked you, Brandon, for your best story about each guy, which story would end up being better? Man, that's a hard one there, son. I, I really don't – I really can't say that. But um, I was really blessed to be around – you know, two masterminds, great coaches. But believe it or not, they both have the craziest sense of humor and personalities. And I, I miss that mostly from all winning all the games and all the championships. I really miss being around them, just having a regular conversation and, and 
embracing their sense of humor and they like their energy. They're really great people, fun, fun men to be around and leaders of men. They, they, you know, they, I still have a great relationship with both of them and, you know, they still mentor me to this day. And, and I feel like we got a really good relationship and I'll, I'll be forever thankful, you know, that New England drafted me and I'm thankful that Urban Meyer came into my home and, you know, asked me to be a Gator. When you told Meyer and Belichick both that you were going to try some coaching out here, what was their reaction? They was absolutely, you know, they was they was kind of surprised at the same time because they know I still have that itch to play. But it's like good; those kids could use a guy like you. You know, you 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 bring so much to the table. Even some of the stuff I didn't believe in that I brought, you know, they they kind of you know pull that out of me and they notice that in me. So I'll be forever grateful for those relationships. So, but I, I think the one role that I do you know play here is being that vocal guy. You know, saying the things that people don't want to say. Yeah. You know, I think these kids allow me, they respond to me and can, and I can relate to them in each and every way. You know, some of them want to have businesses. I have businesses. Some of them want to play a long time in the NFL. I did that at a high level, you know, with, with one of the, you know, best coaches ever. You know, thankful that he was there to coach me and get me, you know, through a lot of loopholes. But, you know, a lot of guys don't get, you know, blessed with have a good coaching staff and, you know, great head coaches that, you know, basically – they get to play with throughout their whole career. I know a lot of stuff happened throughout the season, coaches changes, people get different jobs. I was blessed enough to stay with my coaches the whole entire time, you know, I was in college or in the NFL, so. Is Bill Belichick mysterious? Absolutely, definitely. He is one interesting character, but in, in, all in a good way. Like, I know I had this, you know, outlook and, and this image of him when I was in uh, high school of him, how he could be, you know, I know a lot of people see it on, on television, but for me, he's nothing like that. But you'll never know that unless you, you know, get to experience him each and every day. So that's what's so, you know, great about our relationship. Like, I truly believe I know the real him, and he knows the real me. So it's fun, man. I'm just thankful that I was able to be even in the same room or less work with the greatest coach that's ever really coached in the NFL. Are you going to give me a good Bill Belichick story since we're talking about him? I, I think I'd rather not say any of that stuff up there because you know how they go, the Patriot way, man. It's kind of like Vegas. What happens, what's, what happens in New England stays in New England. Yeah, I don't need any Patriot people knocking on my door saying, um, why'd you ask Brandon that? So good move on your part, I think, on that front. You mentioned Swamp Kings, by the way. Um, when I talked to you a couple weeks back, you had still not seen the documentary. Have you finally now watched Swamp Kings? Nope, I, I have. I still haven't watched it, Sean. And, and one thing is, I'm a, I'm a weirdo, man. I, I'm weird about seeing myself on video and hearing myself on audio. I just kind of freak out, so I kind of stay away from that. I shy away from that, believe it or not. But it's you know, I've been getting great feedback from all the fans, all the teammates that experienced a lot of that, and it, it's been good. I'm thankful that we was able to relive that era because it was a good era of, of Florida football. What's what about that era has to come back? You think? for the Gators? I think, you know, a lot of us, we had um, that, that grit. Like, I didn't realize how much grit we had in one, in one class, in the 2000, 2006 class, until we got here in Gainesville, got on campus, and a couple of my teammates were just absolutely playing out this world, and they was just freshmen. And it made me want to, you know, be a part of that, pull, you know, made me want to, you know, do my part at a high level to see, you know, guys like Brandon James and Tim Tebow and Percy Harvin and absolutely just jump straight off the porch and, and you know, be and, and, and bring great contributions to the team. Like, they, they really did a great job, and – I think, you know, to answer your question, I think the grit is what we're we missing because this is the SEC 
it's, it's really hard. And, and guys train hard. They prepare hard just like we do. So it got to be certain things that kind of push you over the edge or it's, you can separate yourself from a lot of these teams. Like, And for the most part, for me, I think it was grit that separated us. Even when the going got tough, we figured out a way to navigate through some of those some of those humps and, and, and roadblocks that's, that life's going to throw at you, even on uh, off the field and on the field. Like, So I think we was a very mature group. We had to really learn how to – be adults and be young men and, and operate on a day-to-day basis at a high level. So, for me, it's grit. Yeah. Did it, Brandon, did it happen overnight or did it take longer than that? Oh, it, it definitely took a long time. And, and even with me, I can speak for myself personally. And I, I was very immature and I needed to grow up. But, you know, God, like my teammates, I can lean on them and they helped me w- with that process. And people like Mickey Marotti and, 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 and I go back to, you know, Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong. These these men were leader of beings. They, 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 they kind of knew the foundation. They knew the blueprint. I just had to buy in. And once I bought in, the whole the whole team bought in because I, I wasn't finna have it. Like I held myself to a certain standard, and I I, I kind of preached that to my teammates. So that's what it that's what it was. I got to ask you about your business side. You know, you became a businessman when when you were still playing in the NFL or afterwards. And what what kind of business are you in? Well, I became a businessman when I was still playing in the NFL, like 2014. And I, it, I, what kind of motivated me was having a, a conversation with Robert Kraft. And he asked me, he was like, what would you be doing if you weren't playing football? And I, I really couldn't ask him because football was the goal. And that was the only dream I ever had was to be a professional football player. But it kind of bothered me because I'm like, you know, what if I go out here and get hurt? And, and that's it. Like, it happens. Guys have career in the injuries. And I didn't want that to be me. And I never wanted football to define me as a man growing up anyway it would kind of you know get under my skin when people would be like oh that's Brandon Spice a football player and I know my mom raised me a way she's like you're more than a football player and football won't define you as a man like she 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 spoke that into me my whole life everything about me shaped me the football world shaped me but as a man like I never looked at myself as that but in 2014 I became a uh, credit investor in banking you know Mr. Kraft kind of motivating me to get involved and, and, and get in that world. And, and right now I'm currently the chairman of a public trading company, uh, Consumer Automotive Finance Inc. Uh, the ticker symbol is uh, CAFI. The company is in the process of uh, a name and symbol change to become 51 Labs Inc. This transformation will better reflect our new direction in the sports supplements, fitness equipment, and in uh, a holistic well-being. Company is launching 10 products that supplement such as BCAAs, amino acids, and multiple flavors. Pre-workout, multiple flavors, whey protein, and multiple flavors, multiple flavors, and creatine powder. Pepper Johnson has joined my board as he was my linebacker coach up in with the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills, and uh, he had a great, great career. Also, very successful career in the NFL. He also had a great uh, success in, in coaching, also. And we acquired his patent quickness, which is currently a development. Which will help, you know, it's like a learning tool for the linebacker position. So we're going to try to figure out a way where guys can become very sound and, you know, more sound with technique and fundamentals because I know for me in my career, that's all I really played with, my fundamentals and techniques because I didn't really have – I didn't get blessed with all the ability for us, the the measurement-wise. You know, I wasn't – I was pretty big, but I wasn't the strongest. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't the strongest and I wasn't the fastest. So – I had to, you know, rely on my technique and my fundamentals, and that's what I preach to these guys. At the end of the day, everybody's, you know, they got the talent, they big, they strong, they fast. So 
you need to, you know, work on all your craft. You, you, you know, we always preach master your craft, and that's I think that's number one on the uh, priority list is really taking hold of that and embracing that. But um, as far as the business-wise, um, I hired a guy's name, Robert Clark. He's in charge of my day-to-day operation. He's my CEO. And if you want to learn more about 51 Labs, please send him an email at robert at 51labs.com. Also, please check out get fi- uh, get51fit.com and sign up with your email and get notified for our upcoming uh, sports supplements product launch. That's pretty uh, pretty heady stuff right there. You got that thing down. I love it. Let me ask you this question, Mr. Spikes. If we visit again in three years' time, are you heavily more into the business world with your degree in hand, or are you coaching football? I would like to say here, but at some at some other place too, perhaps. Which one will it be? Can it be both? Well, I, I really think it can be both, but I think through and through, I, I want to coach. I want to give back. The game done so much for me. Man, I'll, I'll always be thankful what football, it, it kind of shaped me and molded me as a man. You know, I came around all these great leaders, all these great fathers, great husbands, and it was just what I needed because I hadn't really seen that in my development and my upbringing. I just saw a strong woman doing everything she could to try to shape me as a man. So these relationships I gave on the time, man, it's just, you know, I can't really, you know, put a value on it because it's just one of the best things that ever happened to me and it, it need to happen. And as far as business, I'm going to always be tied to the business world because I kind of get a kick out of it, man. It's a challenge. It's new. It ain't as new as it once was, but it's still like an evolving world. And I, I want to, you know, embrace that. And I'm a numbers guy. I, I really love the stock market, the NASDAQ. I'm, I'm, I'm proud about having two public trading companies on the NASDAQ at my, my age. Apparently, that's a, a hard thing to do. I didn't. It wasn't really hard for me, but it, it kind of worked out, and I'm, I'm blessed with that. But I was hoping, you know, in the future, three years from now, I could be coaching and, you know, navigating through the business world, just trying to, you know, do my part and give back in every every way I can. Like a lot of these guys that's on this team, everybody, you know and I know, we all aren't going to the NFL. You know, it's 1% that make it to that level. So it's things that's more important for us, like your education. And that's why I'm back here to show them that it is important. Like you, like I was one of the lucky ones. Everybody's not lucky. They, you know, they get the you know season taken away from them. They get the career taken away from. Them. Then what? You know, if you don't have nothing to fall back on, then you you kind of lost out here in this world. So, I really think it's important to be able to be a well-rounded young man. And I think Florida definitely have every resource to help them get to that level. I, I don't doubt for one minute that's going to be the case when we do this again in a couple of years. Let me just finish by saying this: I'm not so sure I could find someone that loves the Gators more than you. Is that a fair statement? Yes, man, without a doubt, Sean. I, I really bleed orange and blue. You cut me open in orange and blue, and I played for a lot of great organizations, but this would be forever close to my heart. Is I'm in debt, like Florida University did so much for me and my family that I, I'm always going to be indebted to this program. So I'm a Gator through and through in all kinds of weather. I'll be here, you know, when it when it's storming and when it's when the sun's shining. I'll, I'll be here with it all. So I'm very thankful that you know I, I became a Gator and it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Sean. And go Gators. Hey, Gator fans. Kenna McGinnis back here with Kenna on campus. 
Shout out to my fellow student workers here at the University of Florida for our Florida Gators. I would love to introduce to you Anna Smith from Walpole, Massachusetts, who is one of our Gator equipment managers. So Anna, give us a rundown on what it's like being an equipment manager for the Florida Gators. Um, so it's a lot of hours, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, we go in every day after getting our schoolwork done and we're in charge of helping set up practice and helping to literally equip the players with whatever they need from socks to cleats to shoulder pads, helmets, jerseys, pretty much all that jazz. Um, and we work every game days. We work on the sidelines. Some people um, do the boards with their plays and formations for the players. Some people, like myself, I'm a ball boy. I help run the balls during the games. And basically, we're the team behind the team, as they say. <laughs> you guys work so hard for the team. Thank you so much. What are some of your favorite perks that you get as a thank you from the Gators? I mean, of course, I have to say the Jordans. We are a Jordan school, so I really do thank my boss, Jeff McGrew, for picking out some great shoes. And I love sporting those around campus and on game days, and people pr get pretty jealous when I see them. Um, but I also would like to say, like, the opportunities that it's given me to go to bowl games and away games and traveling and meeting amazing people. Um, there's great alumni that come through every week. There's amazing coaches and staff. Um, so yeah, there's just plenty of opportunity around me for all that hard work and I try to take every opportunity that comes my way. Thank you so much for your time today and go Gators. Thank you, Kenna, go Gators. What a difference a year makes. I remember talking to you about this time last year and you were just kind of getting your feet wet again, Jaden Hill, uh, coming back from the injury. And now here we are a year later, and this is the first time I've thought about that injury all season long. How about for you? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, uh, when you come back from injuries like that, you know, you just um, you, you just take everything in and you, you try to just look past it and, you know, not think on an injury and just, you know, keep going. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, and you're kind of playing the nickel now in this defense, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been um, pretty good. Pretty good there. What's the difference between your assignments from a year ago and how you're playing now in the Gators defense? Yeah, so um, I'm a lot closer to the ball, you know, a lot of scrimmage. And so um, I have to know a lot of adjustments. You know, I have to get, um, you know, the other guys in the secondary line sometimes. You know, um, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's a bit more um, on my plate as far as, you know, comparing it to corner. But um, I, I embrace the role and I, and I like it. I'm glad we've got you because we've got all those baby Gators now in that secondary. Uh, what did what things have you been able to teach them the most here in the first month of the season? Um, urgency, uh, that's the biggest thing. Like when I came in, um, you know, my coach always preached to me about urgency, and um, I didn't quite understand that, you know. But here I am, like later on in my career, um, urgency is like the biggest thing, you know, especially with those young guys. You know how important everything is and every play. Do you like being a vet? Yeah, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Where, where did the the vet skills come from? Did you have older guys in the neighborhood that took you under your wing? Where did you start to learn how to be a vet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, from growing up, I was always with the older guys. But um, I would say here, like at Florida, it really taught me how to be like, you know, a real vet. Because uh, when I was a younger guy, I had older guys, you know, um, 
tell me, you know, every like things to do, you know, right from wrong, and you know, um, once you get to that age, you know, it's it's you know, you just have to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, these young guys watch you all the time. Like, probably probably know what you're eating every day. Are you okay with that? Yeah, they pay attention to the slightest details. They call me out on it. I like that a lot. You know, they they make they make sure I'm always on my toes. So, are you eating and doing things better because you now know the young guys are watching you? Yeah, my every step. I was just, I just got done in the training room um, messing with one of the younger guys, uh, Jordan. <laughs> what's what's something that you would love to eat that you don't want them to see you eating? Uh, candy. Candy. Yeah. That's your weakness is candy. Yeah, I be, yeah, I got a little sweet too. <laughs> Man, this is like the worst month of the year to be talking to you about this. You know, Halloween's coming up, so you can't go to any store without like bags and bags of candy. You've been able to resist a little bit, Jaden. Man, uh, you know Halloween is one of my favorites. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I got um, a little thing of Reese's in my uh, refrigerator right now and some Skittles. So. Yeah, Reese's in the refrigerator is the only way to go. Speaking of Halloween, can you think back? What do you have a favorite Halloween? Was there a, like this is always my favorite thing to dress up as, or maybe one in particular just because it was something fun that happened? Um, as a kid, I did have uh, many times where I dressed up, you know, but. One of the like most memorable um, Halloweens was probably here when we had the Halloween. We had the um, the lift, you know. Oh, okay. So it wasn't until college that you had your favorite Halloween. Just because it was like we were older and yeah. doing it, you know, dressing up in costumes and stuff like that. So I feel like that was like one of the the biggest things. I was like, yeah, I I, I like it now. You know. Okay. <laughs> were you, were, when you were growing up, were you a make your own costume or store bought costume kind of guy? I'm curious because I know what I was when I was coming up. I was uh, um, growing up. I was a you know go to the store type of guy and, okay. and, and come up with a costume. But as I got older, I started being more creative with it and you know doing kind of my own thing and like you know like actually impersonating somebody else instead of just going and buying like you know a batman suit or something like that if you were to go this year to some halloween function as another player who would you go as as like any player, any player you want. Hmm. Mm, that's a good one uh let me see this year Hmm, any player, any player, any player. I used to do Jalen Hurts because when he had his hair, we kind of, like, favored a little bit. But um, he cut his, so um, I don't even know. I can't even do his now. But um, I don't know. I got to think on that one. Okay. I, don't, I don't really know right now. I, I, off the top of my dome, off of who I would want to be. I'd be myself. I like it. Yeah. I like it. In all fairness, I never thought we would go to Halloween in our interview today. It just that just happened to be. So don't don't feel bad that you have to think about this for a little bit. I do want to ask you about um, speaking of other players. How much of an Indianapolis Colts fan have you become here this fall? Oh yeah, I mean with Ant going there, they, that's the team I cut on. You know, every time they're playing, like I, I gotta watch my boy. But um, I, I honestly wasn't that big on the Colts, you know, beforehand. But like with Ant going there, you know, I'm I'm all in. Like that's my dog. I like to see him eat. I'm asking because if I recall correctly, your lockers were next to each other last year, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. We tap in. He tap in with me almost about every game. You know, he just, yeah, that's my dog there. I, I love that. Yeah. What's it like seeing somebody that you were that close to a year ago playing on Sundays now in a much different looking uniform? It's a blessing. You know, um, it's many times where we sat in the locker and we actually talked about it, you know, and um, just seeing him, you know, fulfill his dreams and go out and just, you know, keep making history, that's like – the best thing you could see from one of your friends. Were you guys like twins, or was one big brother, one was little brother? What was the dynamic of the relationship? See, Ant, 
is a year younger than me, but he is so mature. You know what I'm saying? So like we both were we I would say we bought the same. It's no, you know, one over the other, but like Ed's one of those mature guys, you know, he don't really need much, you know. For like, he don't really need nobody behind him. Just keep telling him what to do. Like, and he he knows what to do, and you yeah. know, he always kind of been like that. Okay. Um, I may as well ask you, who's your, who is next to you locker wise now? Eugene, young uh, Trey Wilson. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. So, what will that relationship be like? You think by the end of the season? Oh yeah, Trey. We already have like a little bond. You know, me and Trey, we always giggling, laughing. You know, um, I come in. You know, like body be hurting. Trey. I mean, one time. I walk in limping a little bit. Trey just tossed me a tennis ball. He already knew my foot was hurting. He just told me to roll my foot out. Yeah, that's my boy, though. But we gonna, we definitely, like, you know, as the year goes on, we're just going to, you know, keep bonding, keep getting closer. Okay. Um, we got this road game coming up, and most of this interview, I wanted people to be able to listen to this at any point. But since there is this road thing coming up this weekend, you're going to get asked about it when you probably talk to the media in general this week. Um, you all want to do anything different with your routine for a road game this week to kind of shake that thing off? Yeah, man. Um, we still, you know, we're trying to get that um, solved out for us, you know. Um, and it's it's weird when you look at it statistic-wise, you know, when we go on a roll, you know, we don't have much success. But is it like, you know, some in the preparation? And that's kind of what we're trying to, you know, figure out right now um, on, um, you know, like what is it needs to be done, you know, like what type of approach do we need to change or anything like that. But, um, yeah, we're still trying to, you know, get it right. Yeah. yeah. Here's to getting it right, and you figuring out what you want to dress up as for Halloween this yeah, year. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Thanks, Jaden. Yes, sir. Thank you. Quite the game tonight against Vanderbilt for our homecoming weekend, and walking away from the stadium, I'm coming across Emerson Hall, the Alumni Center here on campus, and I'm here with, introduce yourself for me. Hi, I'm Charlotte Roberts. It's nice to meet you. Hi, Charlotte, and all for our listeners today who cannot see what she's wearing, she is wearing a shirt that says Beat on it. Charlotte, would you be able to explain this t-shirt for me? Yeah, so this shirt is a Beat tee. Um, today it says Beat Vandy because that's who we just played, but for every SEC game that happens, um, at home specifically. The Florida Cicerones and the Students Today Alumni Tomorrow Association makes a beat tee that is passed out to anybody who's a member of Students Today Alumni Tomorrow. And as a Florida Cicerone, I'm one of those. So that's why I'm rocking it today. And I just wore it down on the field as well. That's awesome. What's a Florida Cicerone? So a Florida Cicerone is the official student ambassador to the university. We work in three different spaces. One of them is working as Swamp Squad members, meaning we help with the athletic association and all of their needs, meeting the recruits and their families, getting to know them and providing a student experience. The other is as presidential host. So we work with the office of the president. We're staffing any of his events. And then the other is giving campus tours. And that's what we're best known for by students. You'll see us in our khakis and our white polos walking around talking to new students, getting them involved in the Gator Nation. So what does the typical game day look like for you start to finish as a Cicerone? So right now I'm serving on Swamp Squad, so that means that I'm going to get to the field um, a couple hours early and talk to all of the recruits, their families, get to know them, see how they're doing. Also just help with all of the Athletic Association staff on campus and just provide a welcoming environment as well as a student perspective on all things Gator. So also that means getting to stand on the field and cheer on the Gator. Um, and you know the best way us students know how so jumping up and down screwing when we're doing the right thing it's a good time and right over left tom 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 thank you so much charlotte for your time and go gators go gators thank you kenna well few people need an introduction like this or rather i should say deserve an introduction like this all-time gator great 
now UF Athletic Hall of Fame member, national champion twice, and Miss Two Bits. Of course, it's Lauren Embry. That's only there's only one person that could have that kind of an introduction or titles at this point. Lauren, congratulations. What a weekend it must have been for you. Thank you. Yes, we just had an excellent weekend being back home, being back in the swamp, seeing all my friends and family. A few flew in or drove down. So we had a busy but special and amazing weekend. Okay, so just take me through here. You land when? Thursday for the weekend? Yes. So I landed Thursday afternoon, um, just made the rounds, actually worked out at the basketball facility, saw Roland, um, saw a few, popped in a few of the girls. They were going out to practice, of course. Um, and then Friday was, uh, oh, and then I met a few um, friends for dinner Thursday night, just tried to, you know, pack it all in. <laughs> and then Friday night was the ceremony. So that day felt like it was going really fast. Um, yeah, just had an amazing night, rolled right into Saturday with the game and two bits and Sunday was short and um, short and sweet. And then here I am back in Austin on Monday. So it was a great, it was a great four days. I have to ask you and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, your father, Keith, didn't mm -hmm. he, didn't he refer to you as the ice princess? <laughs> so my dad, like in an article, I think with Chris Harry a while back had said that because he just like, and I, I, it was funny because he used to watch my matches from like the top stands and not be able to really like sit still. But he knew like when all my matches got really close that I would somehow like pull them out and win. Um, so I think that's where he got that term from. But yes. <laughs> okay. The reason I bring that up and more on your father in, in a few minutes here. But the reason I bring that up is I have to wonder whether it be induction into the UF Athletic Hall of Fame or in front of a sold out swamp as Miss Two Bits. Were you as icy as ever or were you nervous? I was like joking with some of the other Hall of Fame inductees. Like I would much rather be playing for a national championship like that on the line. Not nervous at all. Like a little nervous, but like so like ready. Um, not the same kind of nerves as like talking in front of a group of 200 or doing a 30 second chant in front of a 90,000 people. Um, way different feeling, way more nervous. I'm like, give me a tennis racket and I feel a little bit more <laughs> at ease. <laughs> you looked great with the tennis racket. Um, Shane you. Matthews and I were in the broadcast booth wondering how you would, um, I don't know, how do I say this, embry this up a little bit. So Lauren, you, you took the tennis racket out there. Did you practice the routine? Did you, did you watch some film? What was the, what was the process? both I actually watched some YouTube um I watched a few from the past I had texted like Trey a few weeks ago who did it and I was like how was it I mean he's a football guy so he's like used to being in that in that um arena but like I was not so yeah did that definitely practiced in front of some friends um someone brought me a racket wasn't even my racket but yeah it was it was a lot of fun so it's you and Ben Shelton. I mean, there's only been two tennis greats all time that have been in this 10-year run of Mr. or Ms. Two-Bits. Um, did you lean on Ben a little bit? So I looked at his YouTube like video. Um, he's, I think, in China playing. So I didn't like bother to text him. I know he's really busy then to like help me with two bits. But <laughs> um, yeah, I like watched him, definitely studied it a little bit and was like, okay, it can't be this hard. Like it's a 30 second chant. I got this. A lot of self-talk happening. Positive self-talk happening. I, I, I talked to Trey after he did Mr. Mm -hmm. Two Bits, and I asked him about, A, the outfit, and then what did he do with it afterwards or what his plan was. I didn't know this, that you get an engraved whistle, which is really cool. He's going to put all this in a shadow box. What's your plan? 
Yeah, honestly, I'm going to do the same thing. The whistle I thought was the coolest thing. I did not know that either. Um, the shirt they give you to keep, which is amazing. I think that shirt is hilarious. Um, so I'm definitely going to frame it. And when I like get really, really settled, it's definitely going into my house. But right now, the, um, the Hall of Fame rings with me, the whistles with me, the shirt's at home. <laughs> Take me back to Friday night, Hall of Fame induction. What What's the biggest takeaway you'll have from, from that dinner and ceremony? Oh my gosh, it's hard to just choose one, but honestly, it was just um, like how happy and grateful I felt of all the support of Florida and how special it is to be in the Hall of Fame at Florida um, with all of the other amazing like inductees and athletes and everyone previously who's been in the Hall of Fame. So just everyone that showed up, uh, my friends, family, UF um workers and UAA people that I have like obviously are still here and they were there when I played so just to see everyone show like that much love and support it really like was so heartfelt and I felt like just super grateful to have these people in my life when you sign an autograph now will it say HOF <laughs> no. I think <laughs> not <laughs> I think all your checks should be Lauren Embry <laughs> HOF HOF They'll be like, what? Who? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <his> name Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you talked about the love and support. You know, unfortunately, your father, Keith, arguably your biggest fan and supporter, passed just a short time ago. I can only imagine what he was thinking looking down on this full weekend for his daughter. Yeah, I joked to my brother and like a few friends that he got the best seat in the house from above because truly like, and I'm so thankful that people recognize that Chris wrote that story and like included him because without him and my mom's support growing up, like there's absolutely no chance I'm the person I am today, aside from the tennis accolades and the Hall of Fame and the two bits and all this stuff. Um, my dad and for everyone who knew him um, was the most amazing patient supportive, balanced, rational, smart, hardworking, disciplined person. And I feel like I try and just um, live my life the way that he had taught me for 31 years. And I think the Hall of Fame, like he would have been super proud. I know he's super proud, shining down from above. Um, as sad as it is that he wasn't physically there to witness it, I had everybody else in my life um, to support. And I know that he um, is super proud of my whole family. My brother and I, my mom for just... Um, pushing through and staying strong and just trying to live in spirit of him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, could there be any other way to cap you as a Gator? Uh, what, what would be left Lauren at this point? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's such a part of me, honestly, from when I was not even like just a small child, but just going through like the recruiting process of Roland, like he's a huge part of my life. Like to see Jeremy Foley there, um, he supported me like literally every step of the way, Linda Teeler, like all these people. So, um, I don't know. I just feel so like grateful and humbled that I chose the best school in the country and I had the best people around me. So whatever I can do to give back to Florida, I will do for the rest of my life because they've been um, so great to me. I'm really intrigued by you vocalizing that because I can only imagine what a conversation with a young person that would be considering Florida would be like with you. It would be different than anyone else. Would you agree? I am so 
like I even have non-athletes like moms that have kids wanting to go to school and I'm like they have to look at Florida you have to look at Florida you better go on a trip to Florida like take the athletics out of it like just from an academic standpoint too like it's just the best both worlds so anytime I get to talk about Florida I'm obviously like I light up because it is like and I truly believe it like it is such an amazing place for growth and opportunity and um, really to have the best time of your life and that's that was my experience so I can truly like be completely transparent and honest and like just kind of talk about my experience and it was just honestly the best <laughs> coming back home on homecoming to be inducted into the hall of fame to be the honorary miss two bits um did the weekend in any way make you miss competition or coaching which you did both here Yes, I honestly miss it all the time. Um, like competing is my was my favorite thing about being in tennis, the competition and the team matches and being in those moments. So um, of course, like I miss the training to see how good I can get at something. Like that's what pushed me and motivated me. And then all my teammates around me, like I miss that environment so much. Um, but I try and emulate that in my day-to-day -day life as far as like sticking with nutrition and sticking with training and, you know, being consistent and all of these things. And obviously I miss the coaching. Um, I miss my team a bunch. We have an amazing group or we, I had an amazing group of girls at Florida and I I saw them actually this weekend and that actually made my heart really happy too, to see that they were still doing great and, um, you know, loving their experience as well. And now Lauren, you're competing in a whole different arena, uh, as a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know more about your, your endeavors there in Austin, Texas. Yes. Yeah, so I just, um, I am now a full-time functional medicine nutritionist and exercise physiologist at a wellness retreat a little bit north of here called Miraval Resorts. Um, so I basically just teach nutrition classes, workshops, one-on-one -on -one consultant consulting with a lot of the guests there, and then have my own little private sector of um, nutrition consulting with anyone and everyone from kids to adults to hardworking moms to some teams, uh, some athletic teams. So I like to kind of stay in that space. Um, it's a huge passion of mine of health and wellness and just feeling good. And I like to kind of educate and give back in that sense too. So I've kind of transformed into that. Um, still a work in progress, but just loving kind of my new chapter here in Austin. Congratulations. Thank you. On all of it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Lauren, there's only one way to fittingly end our visit. Uh, either you give me a two bits cheer or like a Hall of Fame level go Gators. Your choice. <laughs> it's great to be a Florida Gator. <laughs> well done. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you, guys. Go Gators. told you I got to speak to three outstanding individuals on Gator Tales with Sean Kelly this week. I hope you enjoyed listening just as much as I did visiting with our three featured guests today. Of course, Jaden Hill, Lauren Embry, and Brandon Spikes too. If you like the podcast, if you don't mind, leave a review. And for, of course, you can give us feedback as well on my X handle at Sean Kelly Live. You can also email me directly here in the office, Sean K at gators.ufl.edu. You can always hit that button and subscribe too, and then you'll have this in your inbox each and every week. We shoot for Tuesday afternoons, and we thank you, of course, for taking a little time to allow us to be a part of your week. This podcast available on all the platforms, easily found anytime as well at floridagators.com. So a big thanks to our guest and to Kenna McGinnis this week, 
And a big special thank you, as always, to our sponsors, UF Health and Pet Paradise. Until next time, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while, and go Gators.